You are listening to Noted, a music and beer podcast hosted by Jeff Burns and Brian Duggar and produced by The Blade. What's up, everybody? This is episode number 11 of Noted in Toledo, um, and I'm here with my co-host, Brian Duggar. Here and, I am. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we just recently had the Tackets in the studio last week, or just recently. Yeah, Jeff and Sarah Tackett, a uh, Christian country group from Defiance, and the day that we had them in the studio was the day that they were opening for the Eli Young Band. So we talked to them right before the show, so sometimes you hear them mention like later tonight or something like that but uh, that was actually we recorded that the day that they opened it at the promenade park series here in toledo and it, it went really well i know they had a big crowd down there in the tackets i've talked to sarah since then and she said it was just an amazing night so yeah i mean they it seemed like they had a pretty busy day that day earlier in the day because they so defiance ohio is about an hour away from toledo and uh, they, I think they got here to uh, downtown Slido over at Promenade Park, like around one thirty, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah. So then they got in touch with me, and we kind of Jeff and I jumped in the car, and <laughs> we, we jumped and in we head down Jeep. to the river. Yeah. We jumped in Brian's Jeep and headed over there, which is only like from the Blade Building here in downtown Slido. It's only like three, four blocks away if you really think about it. But of course, with the construction in Toledo these days, it takes a it's it's a little bit of a challenge getting any anywhere. Yeah. So, so we pick them up at like one. 130 well yeah. it turns out they had to be back at promenade park at 230 which 230. meant we had to <laughs> hurry up and record a 30 minute episode in between them which yeah. worked out great it worked out great and it really was a lot of fun i mean they have some great music out and you know they've had you know several number one hits throughout their career and they're up for an award and then they did a miss ohio contest uh emceeing it uh, the day after we talked to them. So they've just got a lot of good stuff going on. And yeah. and so it's kind of a fun interview, which you guys will hear here in a couple minutes. But, but Jeff, Toledo this summer, there's just music going on all over the place. Uh, this was, like I said, the Eli Young Band was here and is part of the Promenade Park series, which next month we have the Gin Blossoms and then the Casey and the Sunshine Band and OAR. Uh, Easton Corbin, uh, another country act, will be back in town later this summer. And you've got the Hensville. They're having a bunch of big, like Blackberry Smoke's going to be over at Hensville and Montgomery yeah. Gentry. So Not to mention all the all the live music they have there pretty much every weekend now. After uh, baseball, or, you know, towards the end of the baseball games and then after the baseball games. And they have fireworks um, and everything over there, which is awesome. Um, and speaking of the KC and the Sunshine Band um, playing over at Promenade Park here uh, later this summer, um, Oliver Hazard are going to actually be opening up for them. The Waterville Band we had um, in our studio when we first started this thing a couple months ago, um, that band actually just played Bonnaroo. They had their Bonnaroo set down in Tennessee just a couple of weeks ago, um, and it looked like there were literally thousands of people um if not high hundreds you know just there just to see them on the small stage all right they're blowing up every time you know you look on facebook or hear from them they've got another concert book somewhere across the country and i think they're actually in new york city or the new york city area yeah doing a couple of concerts so yeah and them opening for the casey and the sunshine band promenade park can hold i mean its capacity is about ten thousand. and i know for gladys knight um she she was the kickoff for this this summer's Prometica summer concert series over at Promenade. I think that there were about seven thousand people um, out there for her show. So, 
it's a cool concert area because I mean, it's right on the river. They have a neat stage there, and and again, you can fit ten thousand people there. So it's, yeah, it's great. There's food trucks, you know, and, and mm-hmm. beer trucks. It's it's great. But anyhow, like we said, we talked to Jeff and Sarah Tackett. Uh, they played the Grand Old Opry in October, and they're making a lot of good music and and doing a lot of great things. So before we get into the interview, here is some of the the music from the Tackett. <laughs> Stand here knocking, will you let me in? Patiently I wait for you to let go of your sin. I've given you everything that I can give. If you will die to yourself, I promise you that you'll always live. Yeah. Never be afraid, I'll be with you till the end. Closer than a brother, I'll be more than your best friend. Don't let another day pass you by. Without my perfect love, you'll live an unfulfilled life. Cause I gave my life for you simply because I wanted to. Hated death that I didn't know if you'll give me the chance. And today we have special guests, Jeff and Sarah Tackett. They are a Christian country group, and the song you just heard was called Greatest Love. It was the number one single on the Christian country uh, charts. So thanks so much for coming and visiting with us today, guys. Thank you for having us. Good to be here. Wow, what a wonderful place, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, uh, and it's really cool because you guys are from Defiance, Ohio, and it's actually my hometown. Yes. Um, So it's awesome to have a group from Defiance to stop by. and. and I knew you were good looking for some reason, Jeff. Yeah, your cute little mommy down there. (laughs) Jeff actually had a little story about his mom the other day ran into... Yeah, yeah. She works at the orthodontist there in, in, in Defiance. And Sarah, you brought your daughter there. Yes. Um, and she, my mom's worked there forever. Um, and it was funny because my mom called me on the phone the other day. And she's like, oh, my God, you're never going to guess who I ran into today. Are you guys having the tackets on the show in Toledo? And I was like, yeah, how'd you know that? And she's like, Sarah brought her daughter here. <laughs> so that's yeah. worth a 10% discount, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> so the tackets have done some amazing stuff, obviously, on, on, on radio, but... Sarah, many years ago, was I shouldn't say many years ago. That was actually back in the kind day. Of back in the day, yeah. was a Miss Ohio um, winner. And That's right. Uh, Jeff and Sarah are actually going to be emceeing the final night of the Miss Ohio contest. Is that right? That's correct. Tomorrow night in Mansfield, Ohio, at the Renaissance Theater, Jeff and I will be emceeing the final night of competition for the Miss Ohio Scholarship Program, and the winner competes in Miss America in September, and it is my 30th anniversary from the night that I won the wow. title. Wow. I was 30. 12. <laughs> I mean, six. <laughs> 12. I was going to guess nine or 10. Thank but, you. Well, yes. But actually, you guys, you have a story about this, too, because you guys met because of the Miss Ohio 
competition. We did. We did. So tell us that story. I had a wedding that I performed at for my cousin, and the one of her uh, bridesmaids was the office manager for Miss Ohio, and she heard me sing at a wedding and asked me if I'd be a, want to be involved in a preliminary to Miss Ohio. So I did that, and the director for Miss for the the Miss Ohio pageant was there, and um, asked me at that moment if I'd want to be a part of the the state entertainment show, and I was thinking, you know, me and 50 beautiful women, sure, why not? <laughs> Just one of those, and they're going to pay oh, me for please. it? Wow. <laughs> so we were walking down the, um, down in front of the Renaissance Theater for the parade the Sunday before the show starts. In 1998. In 1998. It was 1998. Ten years after my year. And this little cute blonde-headed sweetheart come walking up the sidewalk in these little blue-striped shorts. Oh. White tank top and <laughs> stop. <laughs> and, uh, little did I know that uh, three years later, at that very same spot, I would ask that lady to marry me. That's right. Wow. So Dude, what yeah. a what a gift from God. So we've been we met twenty years ago, and we've been together almost eighteen, and uh, we'll be married seventeen in September. Oh wow! And he's still alive. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have survived. <laughs> Yeah, so we're very grateful to that program for bringing us together and for, of course, the scholarship money that allowed me to finish graduate school and, and all of the opportunities it brought. And we're super excited to be there tomorrow night to uh, help um, announce who the new Miss Ohio will be. Right. And, Sarah, I should ask you, there's been a lot of talk in the news lately about the Miss America competition and how they're no longer having a swimsuit competition. Right. And uh, Gretchen Carlson is now in charge of that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And I guess it came down to her decision. Now, she was actually the winner the year that you were in Miss America, correct? That's correct. She was Miss Minnesota when I was Miss Ohio. And she became Miss America that night and, um, you know, went on to be very successful. So I, I told Jeff many times, you know, I'm sorry I could be a millionaire um, but you're stuck with me. You know, it didn't, God's plan wasn't to have me win that night, but I do have, you know, a wonderful set of memories. And um, it certainly was a nerve wracking and exciting time to be there. But, uh, but yes, I'm very excited for Gretchen and, and the leadership that she's giving to the program. And I think it's going in the right direction. Right. So what do you think about no longer having a bathing suit competition? You know, I'm perfectly fine with it. It started back in the 1920s as a a, a swimsuit competition, uh, an event to extend the tourist season on the boardwalk in Atlantic City. So it was a promotional event to start out. Ohio has had six Miss Americas tied with California. Shameless plug there for Ohio. <laughs> but um, so the, the origin of the pageant is in swimsuit, but it has de- evolved into a scholarship program. So interview carries so much weight in the scoring, followed by the talent competition. And the swimsuit and evening wear really not as much emphasis on that. I think the swimsuit competition um, exemplifies the amount of self-discipline a young woman has in terms of being healthy and committing to an exercise program and a positive lifestyle. But I don't think you have to be in a swimsuit to show that. So I'm perfectly fine with them no longer having a swimsuit competition. And I think that's going to relieve a lot of anxiety on behalf of the contestants. Well, that makes a lot of sense to me. And we're, we are going to get into your music 
after we listen to another song from you, Love is Reaching Down. So tell me about this song a little bit. Sure. This is a song that um, it was on our latest project. That project's called Stand My Ground. And uh, this song was also voted into the, or requested into the number one spot on the Christian country charts. And it tells the story of someone who's feeling lost and lonely. Um, the good Lord is always there because even if you don't know him on a personal level, um, reach out to him and his love can reach down and guide you through whatever it is you're going through. Okay, so let's take a listen. This is Love is Reaching Down. So you guys performed at the Grand Ole Opry um, stage in Nashville um, back in October, yeah. um, just past, this past fall. Tell us a little bit about how this, you know, came about and um, I guess how everything sort of turned out for you guys after you did this. I mean, how, this was a pretty big deal for you guys. Mm-hmm. It was one of those bucket list items, Jeff, that uh, uh, an artist, especially in the country or gospel field, always uh, aspires to be on the Grand Ole Opry stage. And we were we were asked to be in a showcase down in Nashville, Tennessee, during the CMA Fest uh, a few years back. And we sing a song called Wayfaring Stranger. And it's an old folk bluegrass uh, heritage. And um, there was a gentleman by the name of uh, Dr. Ralph Stanley, uh, was one of the big names in bluegrass music. Mm-hmm. And his family was there and heard us sing that song. And they had asked us to be a part of their tribute um, Dr. Ralph passed away uh, about three years ago now, and um, uh, last October they had um, uh, 
contracted with the Grand Ole Opry to do a night of uh, honoring Dr. Ralph, and they asked us to be a part and share that song. And uh, so it was one of those um, events that you walk in the back door and you're just having that out-of-body experience and uh, walking backstage, we're actually in Minnie Pearl's dressing room. And uh, the great howdy, you know. And, uh, <laughs> uh, we come walking out to go to the stage. And we have a long day of rehearsals and, and sound high checks. Security and high security to clearance. To get through, to get into um, the building. Um, but we come walking out of the dressing room. And uh, lo and behold, there stands Garth Brooks and Trisha Yearwood. Oh my and, gosh! Uh, we're standing. Garth is one of my all-time heroes, and uh, we'll actually do some of his stuff tonight. And uh, but he was standing there, and we knew the the publicist that was doing the photo session. And he looks up at me and says, "Hey, Jeff, how you doing?" I'm like, "Hey, buddy." He's like, "Do you want to you want a photo with Garth?" I'm like, and I nodded my head. And he's like, "Line break." And we he put us in front of like 400 people to oh take a gosh. picture. And we met with Garth and Trisha. They were such <laughs> kind so people. Nice. Did you get a chance to ask him anything? Or, yeah, uh, he thinking? was um, just uh, he asked us more questions right. about and what we were really? doing. Right. So he was interested. And yeah, he was. Uh, we had our two daughters with us, Anna and Emma, and uh, they were 10 and 13, I think, at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, he immediately went to the girls and was like. What are you girls doing here? And just, just talked to him. Seemed like for ten minutes, really. And then he approached us and, and was very very gracious. Right. And uh, just and that southern gentleman that right. you always think uh, of when you when you see Garth. But just the experience. Sarah Sarah actually stood in the circle on the stage from the old Ryman Auditorium that they replaced in the new Grand Ole Opry, mm-hmm. and. Um, I guess the circle wasn't big enough for both of us, no. so, the, so princess, I got to stand. the princess Sitter's had to get the circle. <laughs> so, but we performed that night, and there was uh, three or 4,000 people there. Wow. Just a really, really funny right. event that we'll never forget. It must and have been a pretty emotional show for you guys. It was, and we had more than 100 of our friends and family that had bought tickets to the show and bought Tackett T-shirts, so and we had like a Ohio. sea of red um, folks out there in their red shirts to support us. And even the MC noticed, he's like, I hear there's a Tackett gang. And they cheered, you know. And so if folks would like to see our performance at the Grand Ole Opry House, it is on YouTube, um, and it's called The Tackett's Take the Grand Ole Opry. And it's um, a very well-produced video of our production, our art performance, excuse me, mm-hmm. and some behind-the-scenes footage and things like that. So, Sarah, what was that like? You're standing right there in the circle, which is just... You know, as a country music buff, I mean, you hear about the circle all right. the time. And, and so the light's probably on you, and you're getting ready to sing that first note. So right. so what was that like? I mean, were you scared to that? I couldn't breathe, so it took a while for that first note to even start, to oh be gosh. honest. I didn't the, think she was going to begin. I know, he didn't. The lights were so bright, and then you can't see the faces of the people in the audience. Um, and so Jeff rings out a chord very slowly on his guitar, and I'm supposed to start, you know, I am a poor wayfaring stranger. And then he rings out the chord, and I'm like, 
I There's she, nothing. I thought she forgot the word. I just didn't. But no one probably even. They didn't realized. know, and it no. probably wasn't as long of a pause as we knew probably that it was. In your head, yeah. Because the moment really struck me. You know, mm. all of this preparation and the planning and the nerves and anxiety, and here is finally that moment, mm. and that sort of all hit me at once. But thankfully, I didn't cry, which is unique for me because I am quick to tears. As long um, as that moment took, it really made it. Made for a very nice uh, feel to the song. It did. It kind of set the tone, and there was a hush on the crowd, and they were so respectful and responsive, and it was just—it was a beautiful moment. So once I got over the "Wow, we're finally here," then it—we were able to, you know, I was able to start the song, and and the good Lord gave me the courage to to go forth and um the nerves went away the adrenaline was there for sure (laughs) and the tears came after we got off the stage um because our group is very close and we were certainly all very struck by what an honor it was um, for us to get to be there right so that was back in november so what's happened since then that was october October. it was october i keep saying november but i'm sorry yeah and thank you for doing that story on us for um for that event i really appreciate you so what is what kind of doors did that open up for you guys as far as your music this year well we've had so many contacts from there and so many people um getting to our um our website page we can throw a little uh, cheap plug in there. Go to tacketmusic.com or check us out on Facebook and Twitter. The Tackets or yeah. at Tackett Music. And that's T-A-C-K-E-T-T. Shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we've got um, so many contacts that we're still working on from that. Wow. And um, a lot of uh, venues that are approaching us now. We've been traveling with a live band for the last two years. We call it Powell Creek Junction. And the guys are tremendous musicians and just tremendous guys uh, to travel with and uh, so that's opened up a lot of doors where a lot of the christian field um, is still traveling with soundtracks or what we call can music we we've really enjoyed the live music and the Mm -hmm. live band i think it really sets us um, apart and uh, gives us um, uh, a lot more venues that are approachable so uh, we're doing a lot of fairs and festivals and um, things to outreach. and uh, But no matter where we go, we always uh, make it a point that we're going to share the gospel and we're going to share our testimony through whatever we do. Mm-hmm. And one of the, speaking of venues, one of the neat venues I know you guys played was the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally in North Dakota or South Dakota? South. South Dakota. Right. South Dakota. Which seems like an unusual fit for you guys. <laughs> but uh, Yes. So talk about that. Well, they love their country music out there. <laughs> and um, to, to say that the Sturgis Motorcycle Rally needs a little bit of Jesus, they need a whole lot of Jesus out there. <laughs> in, in some places. But it's, uh, yes, it's such it a fun it. place. We've, we've been going there for the past six years um, with, uh, with my work. And uh, we've had uh, people contact us wanting us to bring the band out. So last year we actually performed at the largest um, Harley-Davidson dealership there in Rapid City. And um, they have over 3,500 bikes that come through that place a day. And you just look out across a sea of four or five-acre parking lot with nothing but motorcycles. Mm -hmm. And it's just that, that thunder in the hills that they talk about out there. You can just 
you can hear it coming way before you see it. And uh, but it was a really neat experience having guys drive by on their on their bikes, having the Tackett music blaring no out their speakers. It was really cool. I was just going to ask you because like I, I didn't know just being a gospel group if that was sort of intimidating for you to you know sort of venture out. To, to play in front of a crowd, you know. Mm-hmm. That wasn't that a church. Kind of a, yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. It might right. have been for the rest of the group, but I've been out there so many times, it wasn't as bad for me. But um, here the, the past few years, uh, we had uh, really felt the calling um, that we were to venture away from. Uh, not that we don't still do church events, so we, we still love to do um, that kind of um, venue and event. But um, there's, uh, there's scripture in the Bible that talks about leaving the 99 and uh, going after that one lost sheep. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really have uh, felt that that's been our calling the last couple of years is to reach beyond the walls of the church house and go out to reach people that need to hear the message and need to hear about the love of Jesus Christ. And that's been a big platform for us. We actually set up on a platform in Sturgis that was wrapped in beer banners, and we were singing <laughs> directly into a beer garden. And um, my Baptist preaching daddy, um, when I told him about it, he was all about the opportunity um, to go out there. And um, it was it was an experience. But to see just a uh, – we shared some good, clean – um, Mustang Sally and Johnny B. Good and, and Sweet Home and Alabama. Sweet Home Alabama. And some fun, and then familiar we, songs. Then we throw really? in our Christian country and Amazing Grace and uh, some stuff like that. And just to see the reverence, even in a place like that, when you uh, when you start singing a song like Amazing Grace, was just an incredible experience. Right. And this Sturgis event itself is actually spread across what sixty miles, wow. yeah. Rapid City and Sturgis in all the way to Sturgis and places in between. So we were sort of centrally located in Black Hills in a, um, what do I want to say, a more family-friendly atmosphere. Mm -hmm. It was an outdoor stage in the middle of the vendor park by the dealership. So it was very... I Sturgis, say. South Dakota, the city of Sturgis is actually a small town. Um, it's maybe 1,300 people in an off-season, but 80% of their business comes in the two weeks for the Sturgis <laughs> Motorcycle Rally. Really? Talking about expands, needing to be able to budget. <laughs> oh, it expands out through the um, Spearfish and, the, and uh, out in Rapid City and some of the beautiful landscape out there. You go into the, um, to the Black Hills, and it's just beautiful beautiful and to see some of these little uh, gold mining towns out there that uh, just have been redone and re- rebuilt up it's uh, just a beautiful place yeah. going out to beautiful the atmosphere. statues to um, oh we went to see um, Mount Rushmore, Mount Rushmore. Oh, cool. and we got out to Montana uh, you know after work a four-hour drive mm-hmm. out Wyoming. there to Wyoming <laughs> thank you to Wyoming to see Devil's Tower um, beautiful scenery out there, and Crazy Horse, and Crazy Horse, yeah. that unfinished monument that's been forty plus years. Well, there's a lot of family <laughs> stuff out there that that was very nice to go see. Right, very right. cool. Right. Now, you guys are actually a, a band of gypsies almost, right? In the <laughs> summer, you just kind of throw the kids on the bus, and uh, so talk about traveling. I know you get travel with your whole family, which is a good thing. We're very fortunate we get to do that. Most of our traveling during the year is on the weekends. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of times 
folks will ask or, or women in our events will say, now, how long have you been homeschooling your girls? And I'm like, no, 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 no. You know, I'm so thankful that the good Lord hasn't asked me to do that. Now, if he does ask me, I would need to do it. But um, our girls are in public schools and both of our sons graduated from public schools. And we travel mostly on weekends, actually. Um, there are a few weeks during the year where we're gone um, all week long, like obviously when we went out to South Dakota and we have trips to Nebraska and Tennessee and such that take us farther away, um, where we are gone on weekdays. But we're very fortunate that we have um, a, a coach. It's a, a, a it's like a bus, but it's actually a, a truck chassis with a bus built onto it. It's called a truck coach. And um, there's a wonderful story there that Jeff can share, but we're able to travel in that with the band. Our daughters go with us. Um, we have six bunks and four couches that pull out to beds if we need those. And um, I'm trying to think if I was like a child and my parents, you know, did what you guys are doing, I'd be like, hmm, awesome. Like, where are we going to go this weekend? It's like a, a vacation every single weekend. It kind of is. And they've met so many other kids and have seen so much of the country. Like they were making a list of all the states they had been to for a school project. Um, so they're very used to it and they're comfortable with it. And our yeah. boys went with us when they were younger and they're kind of of a mindset now, like we've heard you sing a bajillion times. So of course they're 25 and 22 right. and have jobs and such. Um, but it's, it's just been a, a real blessing that we get to do it as a family. You know, I get to travel and sing with my best friend. Right. And it was second nature for me cause I've done it my entire life. That's right. I started off when I was eight years old and uh, mom and dad threw us in an old Winnebago, um, camper. And, uh, so I've been traveling for, um, a lot of years. <laughs> right, because your parents were musicians too, right? They were. They were. My dad's mm-hmm. been a, um evangelist for well over 50 years, and we would travel around and do a lot of revivals and and, and um, gospel venues and stuff. So from the time I was eight, every weekend was traveling and going somewhere. And I still went to public school and played football and played sports and stuff. Oh, wow. So um, it made for some interesting weekends, <laughs> but, uh, it's, uh, God's always made a way for us to, to do what uh, he's called us to do. Mm-hmm. Sarah, we were talking earlier, you guys are actually up for a Christian music award. So tell us about that. Sure. Um, the annual diamond awards are, uh, uh, a type of awards that happen for Southern gospel and Christian country artists. And we were, um, they first do public voting online to identify the top 10 in about 27 different categories. And then there's another round of voting to narrow that 10 to the top five. And then there's another round of voting to narrow the five to the actual winner. And we are um, blessed to be up for two categories in the Diamond Awards this year in the top five. Um, And that is Christian Country Group of the Year and Sunrise duet of the year because Jeff and I are the main two vocalists in our group and so um, the voting happens through a a survey online and folks can find that if they'd like to support the Tackets Um, they can find that by going to SGN Scoops so S-G-N-S-C-O-O-P-S dot com and look for the Diamond Awards for 2018 and there's a link there that'll take them to the survey you do have to answer 20 probably all 27 categories and you can vote one time for every email address that you have so um, but we're certainly 
you know, winning an award or being nominated doesn't win a soul for Jesus, but what it does do is is gives us the encouragement that people enjoy what we're doing. They're they're listening to what we're doing and paying attention and realize they like it enough that they want to support us and vote for us. So it's very encouraging as an artist to have that happen. Right. So you need people to get multiple email addresses Absolutely. so they can Gmail, vote Gmail, their time. work, their, <laughs> right. That's right. You right. can have 15 Hotmail accounts. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so where do we go from here? What's the... Uh, uh, I mean, what are the plans you guys got, and how long do you plan on sticking with this? I guess we don't really have a retirement plan, no. Brian. It's, <laughs> it's something that's just really in our in our soul. Yeah, when and, you're called um, to do something, you really don't stop. You just continue to do what God's calling you to do. We'll go for as long as we've got strength in our body to do it. And uh, but we, uh, if anybody would want to uh, contact us for any church event or or a festival or um, fair, or corporate, fair event, or corporate event, women's of that conference. They can get on our website again um, at tacketmusic.com and all of our contact information's on there. So um, we'd we'd appreciate the reach out and uh, God's opening up doors every week. So it's going to be very interesting. Very cool. Um, yes. No, I was going to say uh, tonight we have something big coming up. That's a next step. Yeah, which yeah. is the reason why you guys are here. You guys are, you know, so. The Tackets are playing in front of five to 10,000 people tonight in Toledo at Promenade Park, opening up for the Eli Young Band, right. um, which is very cool. And uh, this is a, um, a, a show that's part of um, Prometica's Summer Concert Series, which they started here in Toledo last year. And this year, they just have so many shows um, going, going on. And this is one of the bigger shows that's happening this summer, which is really cool. Absolutely. Right, unfortunately, the podcast comes out after, after that the performance. Fact. So, I hope you came. So yeah, that's we right. hope you came. But I mean, we can all, we can definitely talk about what does that mean. I mean, that's a big crowd for you guys, right? Absolutely, it is such an honor to be number one invited um, to open up for such uh, a main mainstream group. I mean, they're super well known. They have over a million Facebook likes. The Eli Young Band, and so it's very. Uh, very much an honor for us to have the opportunity to to open up for them, um, and it was really cool on on Facebook on some some promoting organizations web uh, Facebook page they put the Eli Young concert and then they wrote an opening for the Eli Young band on select dates are the Tackets and it was like ooh that so sounds you love. so yeah. good yeah. love to you know yeah. follow them out to wherever they're going next but. Super exciting to have this opportunity um, in front of a, a somewhat local crowd. We're from an hour away, and we don't really have many opportunities to play in Toledo. So to have this chance this evening is, is quite an honor for us. And a lot of our – we have a lot of friends and coworkers that are here in Toledo, and we're very grateful to ProMedica for extending the invitation. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm just imagining just from growing up in Defiance – just the fact I know that there's probably a lot of people in Defiance, you know, small town, um, everybody to everybody knows everybody type of thing. Right. And they're like, oh, my gosh, the tackets are opening up for the Eli Young Band. Like, that's a pretty big deal for those living in Defiance, I would imagine, you know. Right. Yeah, it's going to be a, a great event. And um, I'll make a shout out. I, I really think it's incredible what Promatica has done to the downtown area with the park and everything. And I have uh, a little birdie told me that they're actually going, um, if they get the support this year, uh, of possibly putting in a um, a full time performance area, yeah. So making a nice little 
area. So come out and support uh, yeah. events. It's right. it's really incredible what what's happening downtown Toledo. Right, and with the the steam plant, they renovated that to be their new corporate headquarters. Um, and it's just beautiful if you've never had the opportunity to be inside, you know, stop by and ask to get past security to take a look at the atrium <laughs> and so forth. But um, Prometica is very committed to revitalizing downtown Toledo and, uh, and also to reaching out and helping neighborhoods that need a helping hand and, and improving health and well-being across the region. So you guys actually need to get back to, you know, sound check and you got other stuff going on. So we're not going to keep you here all day, but... We're going to play one more song as we leave here. It's called Mirror, Mirror. So tell us about this song. It was also a number one it, song. For it you. was. And Jeffrey, if I may speak on this song, I did have the opportunity to sing lead on this song. She speaks it was quite a bit, guys. So <laughs> 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 yeah. her. I always joke that he used to treasure me. That's what we, <laughs> we joke about. But um, I'm just the eye candy of the he's group. He's just the trophy husband. She's the voice. I'm just the trophy It's so true. Husband. He's ruggedly handsome and sings like a country star. So if you if you <laughs> have a chance to hear our music on the show tonight, uh, I know you'll agree with me. But this was the first song that ever reached the number one for the Tackets um, in Christian Country Radio. And we're so grateful to that. And it talks about the way we live our life is often more powerful than the words that people hear us say. So are we reflecting the grace and mercy of Jesus in our actions? Um, you know, when people look at me, are they seeing Jesus? Am I being the hands and feet of Jesus through my daily life and my daily walk? And um, that's what this song is all about, Mirror, Mirror. Great, and thanks again so, Thank much, so much for coming in and talking to us. And, and once again, where can people find your music? They can go to tacketmusic.com. They can find us on Facebook, um, Twitter, Instagram. Um, our music is also available on iTunes and Google Play and Amazon Music and all the traditional Spotify. online stores. Is it on Spotify? It is too? on Spotify. Oh, yeah. wow. Yep. Great. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we're very, um, just very excited on the journey, about the journey that the good Lord has us on. And we've always said, open the doors that you want us to go through, God, and, and we'll go and close those doors that you don't want us to go through anymore, and we won't. So, so far, he's got us on a pretty exciting path, and um, we're very grateful we get to do it together. Okay, awesome. so thank you very much, and here is Mirror, Mirror. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Hurting 